Welcome into Villa Capri, 51 West Court Street in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, Villa Capri, the site of today's Vuvu Soccer Radio slash TV show, and we're excited to be here. It's Bob Long, it's Eric Nash, Thorn Holder is setting up the cameras as we speak. We have Alex Krastowski at the bar making, uh, making sure that our presence is well felt here. We have Matt, the owner of Villa Capri, behind the bar, English Paul, one of the key members here as well. And then Neil Smart, owner of Smart Soccer, and he has a great story. We're going to interview him in just a few minutes. But, Eric, it is a wonderful atmosphere here today, an early Sunday morning for English Premier League football, and huge implications. The top two teams in the English Premiership are both playing this morning. They're not playing each other. But how these combination of six points are dispersed could really either determine I mean, obviously, determine things completely or... I, I, I want to say, Bob, uh, am I on okay? You are. Okay, Okay. We're using new mics, so I apologize for that. <laughs> Very nice. You're though. doing Very great, strong. Eric. Thank keep you. on keeping um, on. I would say, first of all, I think after today there will be six games left. Is that right, Bob? Or yep. five? I think five. Five after this I think one, I think. Tottenham yes. will be on 33 after this that's game. That's right, right, as so will Leicester. 36. Okay, so that's that's the issue. So right now Sunderland is, is playing – with a lot of heart at home, I thought Leicester. You know, initially you look at the you look at the uh, schedule and you see they're, they're at Sunderland. You're like, oh, this is going to be another easy one nothing win for Leicester, like their last couple weeks. And I'm thinking, you know, they're tough, and, uh, and they made it through halftime as uh, zero zeros. And I think at this point in time, you know, Sunderland really needs at least to get a point out of this. Right, you know, they're fighting to 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 stay up, which is. I guess in a lot of ways, more motivation or at least as much motivation as fighting to win a championship. There's no doubt about it. I mean, you take a look at clubs that have been staple stalwarts in the English Premiership that have gone down. I mean, a Fulham, for example, they're they're dealing with the possibility of going down again. And so down to the third division. What what happens is when these teams go down, you know, the history does help, Eric, but the real struggle is that players don't want to play there anymore it's tougher the name doesn't do as much the cash flows they come in every single year clearly that's a lot lower and so making that move down versus staying up is really a multi upon multi upon multi million dollar outcome but hence Sunderland bringing it and Leicester although they're sitting with a seven point leading you know it's really hard even as a Tottenham fan, to root against Leicester. I sure. mean, you know, as Tommy Smythe said, maybe like the best story in the history of English premier, you know, English football. Absolutely. Well, it's hard to even wrap your head around, but he said it. And he's right. been around for a good portion of that. Yes. Okay, so he knows. He's been doing this longer yeah. than we have. Yes, yeah. that's for sure. And he said that. And, uh, you know, when you think about it, if Le- I, the question still remains if Leicester uh, has to really – get up against it you know what i mean if they get to those last couple games and it's only like a three-point spread so even though seven sounds like a lot if uh, tottenham can beat uh, manchester united which is going to be really tough manchester united always seems to rise up and play well against uh top teams in the league they, they do if you look at their how they've done this year in fact the opening game at home they beat tottenham one nothing on an own goal if right you call kyle boy, walker I, yes boy i'll tell you what how would you like to have that pointer three now you know what i mean That's exactly right yeah. and we'll set the stage for you here first at the mm-hmm. bottom of the table like you led with eric and everything that this means for sunderland they sit in 18th place right now 27 points through 31 games played this will be their 32nd newcastle right behind at 25 those 32 games played, Aston Villa, they are, uh, they're on their way down, Eric. 
yeah, they, they've, been, they've been down for a lot. You know, they're, they're almost mathematically down at yep. this point, I would say. Right now, close, to yeah. move up the table a bit, Norwich, 31 points, 33 games played. So a game in hand for Sunderland, even after this one finishes, if they could grab the three, they're right there, down mm-hmm. one. So that's that's what this means for them. So, what you know, so looking at, yeah, I mean, obviously – yeah, when you have one team that's already relegated, okay? So basically what you're looking at now is what? You're looking at Norwich City, Newcastle, Sunderland. Do I have them all? There may be yep, one more. Yeah, I mean, Norwich is in 17th, so they're just ahead. Right, Sunderland, right. four points back of Norwich in 18th. Newcastle with 25, and then Villa done. Right, and Crystal 16. Palace is up too high. They can't really drop to it. 37 points. That's 10 clear of Sunderland right. with just this single game in hand. So, right. yes, it's going to be very difficult. Right. It would appear to come down to the Canaries and then the – then the final three. So and obviously gaining points at the bottom of the table in the relegation promotion uh, fights. I should say, I'm sorry, the relegation fights. Obviously, much harder to get. Right, points are much harder to come by than they are at the top of the table. So a ten point bulge is a huge, huge bulge. It is. It's it all, is. It's more than three games anyway, but it's a, it's an impossible deficit. So to the top of the table we go, Eric Lester. Through 32 games, they're playing their 33rd right now. 69 points, 7 clear of Tottenham, who plays at 11 o'clock today. 32 games, 62 points. Arsenal trails 59 points. They're three games or three goals back with uh, you know no games in hand. It will soon right. be one, depending upon the outcome today. It's Man Big City game. then 57 with fourth place. Yeah. So that's kind of where that's where the competitors lie but again that's very deep eight points back of Leicester right now is they're deep a tall uh, task you're right I mean when you really th- I mean Arsenal if you watch that game yesterday they kind of choked up at two two points there they were lucky to get one point up to nothing they fell behind three to two uh, a lot a lot of headers by Andy Carroll you don't expect Andy Carroll in this day and age to beat you obviously he was sober enough and playing well enough <laughs> and making a bid for the Euro team for England, perhaps, right. as well, okay? But, you know, he won the game for them. They won the game. They, You knew it was going to be a tough tough match. I mean, how many – West Ham, I think, has one more home game, you know, and then they moved to the Olympic Stadium, okay? So it's it's a big deal. You know, they're, they're, they're just about, uh, you know, done, you know, in a, in a very, very historic stadium. They're just about done. And they're having their best year in maybe a decade, you know. You're talking a solid six West Ham? Game. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's, but yeah. but in past years, I mean, they've been in that six, seven, eight spot as well. So this is not, while it may be marginally better, it's not unforeseen or uncharted waters. But West Ham, for instance, West Ham, and I sound like I'm talking like our old colleague Brian Kammersgaard. But, yes, you know, West Ham getting to the Euro, um, get, getting to the Europa League. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. it's a very big deal to me. They don't get there that often. Have they been? Maybe I'm missing something. I know certain teams have gotten there. Uh, Fulham before they were relegated, they got you know kind of snuck into that, you know sixth to se- seventh position, and got into that tournament. But I don't believe I can't recall West Ham being in in quite a while. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Sure, no, my memory serves me. I don't recall that. So that's a big deal. So it was a big game for them. Arsenal basically gave up their chance at the league. If you asked me yesterday, do you agree with that? I mean, that yeah, won't, yeah, they're, yeah, they're basically it would take done. a lot, and, and they got a lot of work to do. One. Because I have a, I have Arsenal fans who are talking to me about St. Tottenham's Day, okay? And yep. I'm like, you know what? 
They're idiots. If that's what they consider, if that's what's worthy of their thought, you know, I guess as a fan, it doesn't really matter what you think of. But really, is that important? Finishing in front of Tottenham. Hey, how it about is. finishing in front of Man 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 City or Man United and getting in the Champions League? Right. That to right. me, money wise, status wise, and for a chance to play in the best tournament, you know, outside of the World Cup, probably in the world. Uh, Which and, would be the best uh, club competition yeah, in the world? Of course, I mean, say I it mean, the way really? it is. Really, yep. so they would like to. So they would. They would be happy if they finished in fifth and Tottenham finished in sixth. At this point, is that? I mean, that's basically so they could say, "Ha ha, we finished in front of Tottenham." I don't get that. I don't get that logic. Do you? Right now, I mean, listen, you it's know. it's bred upon years upon years upon years of history, and that's what it is. I mean, you see these Arsenal fans; they go to away matches and. Uh, they start cheering, we hate Tottenham, we hate Tottenham, right. we hate Tottenham, and Tottenham's not playing in the game. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, you, you know, you're right. This is, a, this is a, a, a mystery of European football, maybe even it's world great. football. It's a great then part about I, fandom. It's not like that in, in Pennsylvania, in the United States. You've got the Red Sox and the Yankees. You've got some real wonderful rivals, city rivals. Let's face it, you don't have the Yankees and the Mets, even though they play each other now, a couple, you know, Six nine times a year, they still don't have that hatred that they have for team, other teams in other cities like London that live on top of each other, right? Like North London in this particular case, it's an interesting thing. That's right. I, I don't get that. I don't get the hatred. It's almost like maybe I get it with the Catholics and the Protestants with uh, with uh, with the, the Scottish teams. And do you know that the big news in soccer outside of uh, the women's suing for equal wages, which we'll get to later. Yes. Do you know that Rangers is, is back up to the main league in after being pushed all the way back, I believe, to their fourth division? They are up in the three minimal three years it took to get back up, and now you're going to have the Celtic Ranger mm-hmm. old the rivalry, Lee, old Darby, the old firm, old firm. Thank you, old league, yes, sir, old library, old Darby. <laughs> anyway, what do you think? You know, what do you think of that? And I missed it. And I think I, I, it's great yeah. because it, it legitimizes, not that Celtic wasn't a great club before then, but it just it really is different, I think, to have a true rival. In a league that people do not follow, like they follow the Premiership, like they follow La Liga, even Serie A. So to have that rivalry back again re-legitimizes that league. Again, not that it went anywhere, but you didn't have the same amount of eyes that you did before simply because of the history, because of the rivalry. I defy you as a soccer fan who follows every week. What have you heard or not heard about Scottish soccer, and specifically their Premier League since Rangers were relegated, which was the argument I had with people like Kyle, who who were a big uh, Celtic Celtic fan, fan, and they all like, I don't care, they're dead, Ah, we're dead, okay. Really? I've kind of missed it. And I wonder if they've missed it. They've missed those great matches. Highly intense hatred going on between the sides. But they had nothing now. I'm a pseudo-Hearts fan, so I kind of follow it a little bit. You know, I maybe give 3% of my soccer following to, to, sure. that, to that league. Maybe. Maybe not. That may even be high. But the point is, I missed it. I found very little of interest without that main rivalry in there. To follow it, I, I want to talk to I want to talk to Tommy Smith next time we have him and see what he thinks about that. He follows it more closely. I'd like to know, you know, his thoughts on that on that thing. Yeah, but it's nice to see that they're back. And although maybe I'm just not, not speaking for the Catholics, I'm just speaking for a soccer fan here. I'm nice nice to see that they're back. I think it's better that they're not dead. And then now twice or maybe three times a year, depending if they play in, in their local cup or I mean, their cup. Don't you think it's nice that they'll have that? 
to look forward to every right? year. Right, Whether which whichever side of the feds were on for that. I think and it's, for every other soccer fan in the world that follows world soccer and likes big rivalries. I think it's a great point. I really do. And a reminder that we're here at Villa Capri. You hear the background, the commotion going on behind us. A great atmosphere on Sunday morning. Leicester versus Sunderland going on right now. Tottenham Man, Man United will come at the 11 o'clock hour. This is Bob Long, Eric Nash, and we'll have guest Neil Smart coming on in just a few minutes. Excited to see him. We have, uh, we have our video guy, Thorne Holder, working really hard right now to get the camera together so that once we get that camera on, we'll have Neil because uh, we want to be able to produce this interview not just right now live on audio, but we want to be able to put a video out later as well. And we'll have Matt, the owner of the bar, on in just a few minutes as well. And uh, it's really a great atmosphere. What we might be able to do, Eric, because Matt's a busy guy. He's behind the bar right, right. now, but we have our backs to the bar. We have a long third microphone that we might be able to extend over the bar and uh, be able to get him on. And, again, hope that uh, our video guy, Thorne, is, is working hard to get <laughs> that camera. The room. Oh, he's working, he's working right. the room. He's doing something. Our cameraman right now looks a lot like Matt. You know, it reminds oh, me wow. of one of those old jokes, those old sitcoms, where you go to eat at some uh, rest stop, you know, you have dinner, you know, you're, and then you want you have a problem, so you want to talk to the manager, and the waiter's the yes. same person as the manager, who's the same person as the dishwasher, who's the same person that <laughs> the takes chef, your money at yeah. the end. The chef, right, everybody. It's great. So that's Matt. Matt's like the jack of all trades. Matt's a real serious guy. This is We, lo- we <laughs> love it here because it took a while. you got to admit, Bob, it took some time in our many years now, we could say, of travels yes. to find a place that kind of got us, really got us. That's like, right. Uh, like a pub. That really was thinking on the same lines that we are. Because it's not easy because, you know, we talk about all soccer, but we never were a MLS soccer show. We were never an EPL soccer show. Right. We were a mix of everything. And that we've kind of found that here at Villa Capri. So do yourselves a favor. You want to come down uh, today. I don't know, you know, if you're in your car and you're running in it, you might as well come. You've already started to wasted some gas so come on over here okay <laughs> and uh yeah but you know anytime there's a big match here including uh big europe matches champions league europa leagues the new the the, the europa championships the, the europe championships coming up in the summer and uh, you're going to help me with the name of the one they're doing uh, the the tournament that's centenario, going on yes the, the copa yes, the sir. copa the centenario which was really the copa del rey wasn't it now it's the copa del rey Centenario division or something? You know, it's great because you're going to have these matches in Philadelphia, and uh, and we'll certainly do our part to be a part of that. But it's just great to have top-flight football here in this country. And for a country that has longed for a World Cup, they had a World Cup back in the late 20th century, but to have longing for another World Cup, that top flight of football, to have a competition like this. They had the Gold Cup here Mm -hmm. last year. It was a great final, even though... Our U.S. men's national team was not in it. It's just great for soccer in the community. And speaking of soccer in the community and talk, maybe not top flight football, but some pretty good football that went on on Friday night, Eric, down at New Talon Energy Stadium, MLS. I wanted to get to that. The Philadelphia Union took on Orlando City with Kaka, talk about a world talent, uh, and Adrian Winter, who, who plays you know, top flight football as well as well as his own country's football. He's a striker for his national team. And it's really exciting to see type, those types of guys in town. And it was the union that came away with a 2-1 victory, a goal in the 90th minute by Tranquila Barnetta on a free kick from 25 yards straight out. 
It curled. It started well high and right, Eric, and it curled and just glided underneath that crossbar, skimming it on the way by, giving the Union a 2-1 win. Before I respond, that, I, I'm sorry. I, before I respond, I want to thank you for representing our show, our numerous uh, branches of our show <laughs> nowadays yes. uh, at, at the, at the uh, stadium, the new Talon Energy Stadium. That's right. I'll get that wrong about 18 times before I get used to say not say PPL Park. But thank you for that. And, uh, I, I, you know, we will have some sound bites and stuff for people Absolutely. shortly, correct? Not very today, shortly. but very shortly. You know? No, we have them today, Eric. Oh, very? This is a quick, this is a quick well, turnaround nice business. Nice turnaround. Uh, the Barnetta, well, first of all, Barnetta was the huge signing for last year, if you recall. Yes. And they actually have kind of built the team in some ways, certainly in midfield-wise, right around him. Right. So I think, in a way, he was a big cog. Maybe he was injured, I believe, last year. He was uh, injured to start this year, too, Eric. That's the thing. He This was only his second game back from injury. He is not in the fitness of you know 90 minutes. But, again, form does not equal class. You can be out of form. Look at a guy like Thierry Henry. I mean, he didn't necessarily run the laps he did when he was in the premiership. But coming over to the to MLS here in the United States, I mean, class does not lie. And he's a class player. Barnetta, he's a class player, and that showed on that free kick. Well, that was certainly a Christian Erickson, Cristiano Ronaldo effort right there with that free kick. And let's talk about Blake, by the way. Yes. The keeper for the Union, who basically preserved the, the, the win, the three points for the Union. So they're a much more improved team because I can't recall, except maybe a handful of times in the last couple of years, Bob, that we were actually talking and had, like, really not anything negative to say. It's a first-place Philadelphia Union team. Yes, it's early. But after five matches, they lead the (laughs) Eastern Conference with nine points. Well, a team that, you know, a team that can't crack it. It's the top six or seven teams each conference gets the playoffs. Yeah, five. I think they may have moved it to six. What we call, you know, a team that's only been able to crack that code one time in six years. Right. I think being in first place five, six games in is wonderful. It is. And I think that people went out there and froze their tuchuses off, okay? They weren't they're lucky enough to be in the press box like you, my friend. And they, they were treated to two of the more wonderful plays that I've seen in the MLS. Right. Well, that would be the save by Blake to save the game and certainly the free kick. I agree. And right. let's give a shout-out to one of our faithful listeners, Anthony Youngblood. You may remember him, Eric. He used to call in a lot and uh, – He's a big Man City fan. He was up in Philadelphia. He is in the Navy in Maryland, listened to us from all the way down there in Maryland. Our signal you know, got all the way down there, so it was exciting to see him in person. He wanted to meet us, and so I was happy to spend a few minutes with him at halftime. A really, really fine young man uh, serving the United States of America, which is even better. Absolutely. And he couldn't Absolutely. be a better soccer fan. I mean, learned, uh, loved the sport, appreciated the sport, and wanted to brave 40-degree temperatures on a Friday night in a trip back to Philadelphia. So I want to say thank you to Anthony. We had a great conversation, and he's going to stay in touch. And because, the best thing uh, about Anthony it. and everyone is now with the way we're doing our programming, you don't have to worry about a signal. If you, if right. you have an internet connection, you have the Vuvu World Soccer Show, you have Vuvu TV, you have uh, YouTube, you have everything right. to get us. And, and that's good. And I know we're going to have a few shout-outs from Neil Smart when he comes on. We have folks listening in, in England right now that are specific, uh, specific to him that wanted to hear him talk, and we'll have him on in just a few minutes. We appreciate everyone listening in right now, and this is Vuvu Soccer, Vuvu TV. The former, a.k.a. <laughs> artist formerly known as Vuvuzela of the World Soccer Show, and it's just great to be here. But let's hear right now, Eric, from Tranquilo Barnetta. He scored the game-winning goal, and it was essentially a question about, 
hey, you know, this is your second game back. You're coming on in the 63rd minute. What was the thought? Why was this the time for you to come in? Um, the, the coach told me that the, the game is a little bit um, from box to box. We lose a couple of balls and uh, a lot of turnovers. So um, I tried to tell um, the other people that we um, tried to um, keep the, the ball, keep possession a little bit. And it was a little bit better. And um, then we had a couple of uh, corners and, and free kicks, and that uh, helps. And then uh, the crowd was, was great. They, they, they came back and uh, pushed us forward. So, um, I mean, you try if you come in to, to help the team, but uh, usually you, you need a couple of minutes to get, uh, get on, and then, um, yeah, you are, you are in. So that's Tranquilo Barnetta on why he came into the game and sort of how he's feeling. Now, we'll play another clip from Barnetta. This was a direct question. How are you feeling right now? You had to come in and play essentially 30 minutes. Came in in the 63rd, a couple minutes of stoppage time. He spent about 30 minutes all told on the pitch. Here's what Barnetta had to say about that. I mean, right now I feel really good. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, sure, I um, still need a couple more more minutes to uh, be uh, really back uh, but uh, I do a couple of extra running um, after every every practice and try to um, get back what I what I missed in the preseason and uh, yeah um, I think every uh, game helps me to, to, to come back so that's all from Tranquilo Barnetta now Eric let's go to Jim Curtin Jim Curtin the manager of the Philadelphia Union, and he's a guy. I mean, we've talked about him for a long time. Generally, we're fans of his. Yeah, I mean, I mean, certainly, I'm so happy that he was able to make it through the management change. You know, uh, yeah, kind of the shakeup at the team to be there because I didn't think he did anything. Not, You're good. Not to uh, uh, keep his job. Okay, I think that you know uh, he has the right attitude. I, I know we always say he's a Philly guy. I don't really know what that means, but he is one. You know, he just has the, he kind of gets the city. You need a guy like that. Um, but, you know, I think that ultimately, glad that he's there. What? It, yeah, so I, mean, I guess it would be interesting to hear what, what Jim Curtin um, has to say. But, I, I, mean, how, I mean, he was really strong in the face of adversity last year. So let's see how he is in the face of uh, talking about his first place Philadelphia Union squad, a mere couple you know months after the debacle that was last year okay yeah first off uh thank you to the fans uh they stuck with us uh, up until the you know 88th minute and, and, and pushed our guys on uh obviously uh tranquilo came up with something special but i think that the group pushed hard in the second half uh, wasn't our best night of soccer uh, that's a very good orlando team uh very dangerous uh, obviously uh kaka is a handful um Probably the best player on the field tonight. Uh, a good learning experience for some of our young center backs and outside backs. Uh, Orlando you know, had chances in the game. Uh, two good teams, I think, going at it. And, uh, you know, on the home field, I think we were able to, to push and, and, and get that second goal, and we're really happy with the three points. 
So you got I mean, happy with the three points indeed. Are you kidding me? That's a wonderful three points against the former number one in the Eastern Conference and one of the teams in Orlando City. Listen, they always say it's so tough to come in as an expansion team. But a lot of times that second year is when the wheels that you started turning in the first start to come to fruition. I think we're going to see that from this Orlando City team this year. And just to piggyback on that, Bob, I think in some ways the Union feel like an expansion type of team to me. They seem to have turned over a new leaf. And, you know, they're, they're almost a, a, a negative expansion team because they kind of had to clean stuff up mm-hmm. even to be having the true freshness of an expansion side. Right. You know, but, you know, a typical coach, he gets on there. This is why I like the guy. He gets on there. Yeah, we play like crud, you know, basically for 80 minutes, you know. Thanks for sticking with us. Coach is never happy. Jay right. White, you know, the, it shows you. that That's the winning attitude in this city, you know. He's not happy with it. Yeah, they're in first place. And you know what's interesting, I would say? If you if you ask me, I think Orlando City is going to be one of those squads that they're going to be fighting with to make the playoffs. Yep. You know what I mean? They're going to be that fifth, fifth, sixth place area, if you ask me, with the Union. And look, right now they're in first, so I could be totally wrong. Second with now. Kaka, for uh, the, yep. the Italian, uh, who's the Italian uh, on uh, Orlando City? They had an Italian striker. Uh, no Sonero. No Sonero. Yes, sir. And, and, and Vitter, right? And, uh, Adrian Winter, yeah. Yep. I mean, Winter, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty, uh, you know, that's a pretty formidable squad, but, you know, let, let's see. I mean, so yep. far, so good. I mean, you, 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 you police your, your home uh, um, turf. You don't lose when you, you know, you don't give up points ultimately at home on a night where you're not playing that well. It's very cold. But maybe you took advantage of the fact that Orlando's used to playing in like much warmer sure. weather, you know. So all in all, it worked out great. And at least this team, you do, I don't have the feeling. At least when I'm watching this team, they're good, they're going to choke this out. They're they're, they're going to lose. They're going to give up a late goal and lose the points. I don't get that feeling. Yeah, and Why I promise. That, though? And I promise that? you, Eric, that I did not. And I promise the listeners, I did not set you up. You haven't heard these clips yet. I just cut them up this morning. But you're going to listen to what Jim Curtin has to say. This is our final clip from him okay. about the difference in attitude. Players, and I have not heard your, your commentary at all about or your interviews. what that feeling right. is like at the end of these games. No, I'm not going to sit here and say I predicted we would score, but I, I, I do agree uh, that that is the pass, though. I, I think you can see now uh, a group in the locker room that uh, there's more of a belief that we're going to win as opposed to uh, – being hesitant and reluctant. We went for it. We pushed. I still think in a smart way we pushed for for the second goal in the second half. Did they have a chance or two? For sure. Yeah, that's the way good teams are going to going to uh, go at each other. Um, and, and I think we're a good team. You know, that's the one message that I, I, I have after, you know, five games in. Still early, but we are a good team. Um, we're going to continue to get better. We have a lot to work on still. Uh, the bar can be raised. Tonight we talked about raising the, uh, the intensity level, the the focus, a uh, little more fight because, again, you know, it's early, but the table doesn't lie. And it was, uh, you know, uh, two of the top two teams. And we had a chance to, to move into first place. And, and our guys, while it wasn't our best night, we didn't play the perfect game. Uh, I give our, my players a lot of credit for, for sticking with it uh, all the way through and, and closing it out. Bob, it's interesting, you know. It's funny I didn't hear that. But it's funny. But let me ask you this. Before we, we, we put aside the union talk for today, uh, this show, what do you think? Do you think it's all because Sakevich is gone? No, I don't. What, what, what is the difference? And I know it's early and maybe they'll fall back into the same pattern. I don't want to, well, as we say, and you just give a can of hot because it's not, I'm not going to You ready give... for two words here, Eric? Ernie sure. Stewart. Wow. 
but we didn't know of really of Arnie Stewart's talents before coming into this. Really, do we? Right. Do we, know, we know who Arnie Stewart is with the U.S. national and team. And listen, the other thing I would say is keep calm and uh, you know keep calm and relax or whatever that phrase is, right? Because this is five matches in. My, mind the gap. Oh, that's an English thing. Mind the gap. I'm sorry. There you go. Yeah, okay. It, it is, I mean, they have nine points through five matches, which is great, but it is incredibly early. You play 34 matches in, uh, in MLS. This is a long, long long way to go but it's a great start and so i would say ernie stewart i think is paying dividends but the other question is you know how long not how long does it last i don't know if it's necessarily fleeting but there's just a lot more football to be played and so very important not to get the card ahead of the horse here i'm gonna good point i mean i'm gonna cite my villanova college basketball feelings and i'm gonna say you know enjoy the moment okay at least in this city, in my experience, they don't happen too often. You know what? I understand they probably won't be in first place two months from now. So I enjoy the fact that right. they're playing well. God they're knows here. we suffered with the Aston Villa of the league the last couple of years, you know, yep. when you really think about it. I mean, they were they were, they were a nightmare to follow. You yep. know they were. I mean, and I'm glad Ernie Stewart, I'm doing, my hat's off to him and Jim Curtin, and to the players. They did, they did tinkering, but it seems, at least early on, that they did positive tinkering. Okay? Right. They didn't make changes just to make changes. Guys are there that I'm shocked are still there. Uh, Brian Carroll, <laughs> Sebastian Latou. Yeah, but Latou they're there and they're contributing. Last so. night. Okay. And so he, he wouldn't, you know, uh, you know, if there's a couple guys that were injured or one was out on a red card, that, uh, had, they, had they been there, I don't think Latou would have played. I, uh, that's a good thing, by the way. I'm speaking to the depth of this union team. He can still get out there and chug along for 90 minutes if he needs to, but he's not going to be a go-to guy on this club anymore, which is what he's been in the past, which is a step forward. But he may be a go-to guy in the locker room. He may be exactly, uh, yes. may, may be that voice of senior reason that you need, especially in soccer, in MLS soccer, with some really young guys playing. You yeah. Know? And, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, and especially with the language gap and all, this guy, even though he kind of speaks funny when you listen to him still, right. he gets it, man. He's always gotten it. He's always been a fan favorite, not only because he's a good player, but he's a very good representative of soccer and the Philadelphia Union in this region. I'm glad he's here. Yes, he is. I'm really glad because I know that he's a really good story. And he's a good player. And you know, he you never say this. Bachelor 2 not working his butt off, you know? All right. Yes, sir. So, hey, we appreciate those comments, Eric. It is 10 o'clock a.m. in the east here. We are here in Doylestown, Pennsylvania, and now we're going to welcome our special guest. I am, the, yes. I am not letting anybody walk in with a Manchester United jersey. <laughs> well, tough. He's coming I, on, Eric. Oh, and of course, you start the camera just now so we can see him. Okay, we're here. Well, I'm with him. I'm, just, I'm with this guy. Okay, I just want you to know. But I like you. Anyway, so... Why don't we introduce our guest? We shall. Neil Smart of Smart Soccer, smartsoccer.com. That's where you can find him. Well, your wife likes you after all these years. That's a good thing, man. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yes, sir. So, first of all, welcome to the show. We're excited to have you. And tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, and how you came to be sitting with us here today. Yeah. Yes, sir. All righty. Yeah, thanks, Bob and Eric. Great to be here. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, yeah, my name is Neil Smart. I am a full-time youth soccer coach in the area. I think many friends and parents listening are probably familiar with my Smart Soccer program. So, um, and when I leave this show, I'm going straight to coaching kids. So it's pretty much what I do all the time. Uh, that being said, 
it's just a brilliant time to be involved in the game. Um, you know, whether it's MLS and the Union, the Premier League, which is currently on behind us, uh, the game has grown so much. Uh, being in great pubs like Villa Capri. So I'm into youth soccer coaching, a lot of people know that, but I'm just into the game and helping to make the game better in whatever way we can, you know? That's wonderful. And we were talking right at the, the dawn of the day, if you will. We were standing outside waiting for the bar to open. You were telling me a bit about yourself, how you came to the United States. If you could walk our listeners through that as well, it's a great story. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, 85 and 86, uh, I was on seasonal coaching contracts. The lady who was yelling in the background a few minutes ago, <laughs> uh, I did meet her in 86. And, uh, well, uh, after spending a bit of time in England together, we, we settled back in the U.S., and I immediately thought, with my teaching background, because I did a teaching degree in England, obviously I had a pretty good playing background, and I saw that there was a bit of a, a growth in youth soccer. We're going back to the mid-80s mm-hmm. now. So I immediately thought, with my last name, what are you going to call a company, right? <laughs> Smart soccer, right? That's beautiful. Uh, I didn't have to think too long about that. And uh, fortunately, we've had longevity and, and sort of becomes you know a factor in helping kids uh, learn the game enjoy the game and it's just been uh, it's just been an excellent experience you know um, I'm no spring chicken anymore but I'm, I'm still going and <laughs> will do until they tell me otherwise You're you know spring chicken to me oh thank okay. oh thank well, you Eric yeah. well, let me tell you, let me I tell knew you. there was a reason I sat next yeah, to you there you yeah. go we gotta, we, gotta, <laughs> we gotta stick together my friend but you know yeah you're right I mean if, if, if you were like not too smart soccer that would like you wouldn't have to say one foot in that's so. right yeah. <laughs> we, we used to have that saying smart by name but not by nature, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's something to live up to, really. I'm Sometimes, glad that wasn't my yeah. name. I, yeah. I would be failing miserably, so I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad that's not my name. But anyway, it's wonderful because we've always had a, a big spot in our heart for people that work with the kids because ultimately the goal of this show has always been for the last five or six years was to just spread the love of soccer. We know the youth are getting involved with soccer. I'm sorry. Uh, but, you know, what you do is you deal with, with you teach, your teacher, which is, which is beautiful, and you've been doing it for, what, upwards of 25, 30 years, well, correct? Well, yeah, it, it will be coming up to 30 years, actually, this year. Yes, correct. That's a beautiful thing. So what, I mean, because I know, I've been a lawyer for almost that long, okay? And I know. That's unfortunate. Go, yeah, no, when I go home, I do not have a feeling. I would like to have that feeling that I made a damn bit of difference in anybody's life. I hate to say, okay, but you must, how do you feel when you teach these kids, not, not only about soccer, but I'm assuming about life things also. Absolutely, yeah. So how, how, does that, like, yeah. how do you feel when you, when you, like, what's a high point in what you do? Can you give us, like, an example Without of that? question, it's yeah. very rewarding. I mean, uh, you know, sometimes there's so many kids out there who need to be coached and taught. You, you can't uh, keep up with all of them. But, but the great rewarding is, uh, well, th- this is rewarding and embarrassing at the same time but I now have parents who I coached bringing their kids to the Very program good. You know, so That's like I said rewarding and embarrassing at the is same time embarrassing or is it not really not, not really uh, young at heart you know what I mean no, well, it, it, the alternative is worse yeah. So it's good that they're bringing their kids to you. Oh, it is. Right? No, I, yeah, I think yeah. it's a great thing. I, I only joke in that. I, it's a great thing because, the, again, the continuity is there where they had the experience of me coaching them and now their kids are coming in. So, And, you know, I, I've made a point. Uh, I've, I haven't really coached the kids to the highest level. I'm a big believer in getting the kids when they begin, when they're young, in the formative years, and trying to sort of put a skills base in so they can go on, A, maybe better players, but B, play the game for life, you know? Always be in the game, whether you're watching it, playing it. So, uh, as you rightly say, not just coaching soccer, 
but just coaching this sort of spirit of it's a great game. If I can't play it, I'll watch it, but I'll always be involved. You and know? what I get, what I get from you is, and you may agree, you know, Casa Soccer. You've heard of them, right? Yes, and I just had a great. conversation with our friend. Yes, yeah. we, and we, you know, we, you know, we. So we kind of look at that. These people that have dedicated themselves post high school or college or whatever club yeah. they were on are yeah. still playing. That's right. And, they're yeah. still, and they love the game. And it's mm. not for money. It's only for love. That's so right. basically, when you're, when you're training players, and I, li- I looked at your website, so it's smartsoccer.com, correct? Correct, yes. Okay. And when I looked at it, there's a video of you talking about receiving. You're right. Right, right. Yeah. So receiving the ball. Yeah. This is very important. Thanks if for you, watching that, by the oh, way. Oh, you're very welcome. <laughs> but what I'm saying, it's all I needed to know by watching that, that, that you're the place to be yeah. to teach the kids the sport, because not only do you have the accent, which certainly helps for your credibility. <laughs> it's, it's an odd thing, but it does, you know. This guy's an English guy. There's no denying more, that. I'll he knows more about yeah. soccer. <laughs> He's an English guy, right? But good job. Be- beautiful stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm so glad we had a chance to meet because it's probably long overdue. And I'm sure Absolutely. we can do a lot of great stuff together in the future. Yeah, know? no, I, I yeah. think uh, when I heard that, you know, the radio show was coming to one of my favorite places, Villa Capri, you know, uh, it just seemed to put everything together. And one day, hopefully, and I'm sure we will, we'll, we'll do this when, when this place is, is, is heaving with the uh, European championships coming up and everything. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, we'll get to the European championships in just a second because I know that's a really important point for and point of emphasis for this place. And I know point of emphasis for us because we're so excited. But for someone out there right now that says, OK, well, I have a kid that's involved in soccer and you know, I want to have that kid receive the best training. SmartSoccer.com, that's your website. Any other good ways to get in touch with you and, and where you operate, et cetera? Oh, yeah. For me personally, I mean, I, I now operate very locally. I used to be spread far and wide. Uh, now, now I'm really uh, local. So people know my website. They know I have a Facebook page. Um, you know, they probably can find me in here quite often if they really <laughs> there you want go. to. But uh, no, it's, uh, it I, I think I'm pretty accessible. Um, uh, I'm, I'm in constant contact constant touch with not just the parents but the board of directors level uh, all the volunteer coaches in a club um, so it, it, I, I suppose it's a culmination of being around for so many years I'm pretty accessible and people know how to find me uh, my, my, my sort of uh, policy is dealing with clubs so I have partnerships with clubs so once you have a partnership with a club they're, they're very good at sort of letting the parents mm-hmm. the membership know hey Neil's here he can train the kids he can train the coaches the parents yep. and he's just available to offer whatever type of training the kids need or want I think know? that's great especially the training the coaches I mean that's a very I think undervalued aspect of these things because how often do you have just okay you have 12 you know 12 15 18 kids and well which parent wants to be the coach and that's great and because they're doing it out of the goodness of their yes. heart but yeah. to have that base of skills to learn from someone like you i think is really yeah. important in terms of spreading the game making a deep pool of talent in the different clubs around the yeah. area i mean absolutely bob and there's a couple of gentlemen behind me who came through my coaching routines and and what i've tried to do is you, you you've got to make it fun for the coaches as well as the mm-hmm. kids sure. so in addition to sort of training them how to run practices for the kids i sort of introduced informal adult soccer games so they would just kick around and uh, they, they loved it and of course it was a great way to increase attendance at my clinics right, right. not only are we talking about coaching the kids here but we're also going to play so whatever level you are and so I would get 30, 40, 50 coaches out, and they, all, they were there for the kids, but they also knew there was that, 
hey, we can play at the end. This is fun. You That's know? right. <laughs> and, Neil, I just wanted to ask you this question because I'm trying to put my finger on it mm. myself. And Bob, Bob, uh, we've been talking about it. Now, we met, we met Matt here at Villa Capri. Yes. Okay. And it was just, this is maybe the third time, fourth time we were here. And it's just a good feeling here. Maybe you, because you're more like associated with, with this, this club and we're becoming more associated. Right. What is it about the field? Because a guy like you, you've been to a few British pubs in your life, I'm guessing. One or two. Right? One or right. two. Okay. So <laughs> what is it about here that makes you feel you know, comfortable and, yeah. and people of your ilk? Because I met other folks right. that were like right. yeah, very prof- highly professional people, people from the other side of the pond, as they say. Yeah. You know, what is it about that mm. here? What, what, what is the camaraderie, or, or, or am I saying the right word even? Yeah, no, you definitely are. Together, yeah. I think it all started from Matt, because Matt and I go back a long way as players together. Matt Menino, the owner of Villa right. Capri, and we lost touch for a number of years, but once I realized, hey, he's, he's here with Villa Capri, we reconnected, and, and then Matt was kind of trying to build up the soccer presence, and uh, the camaraderie is correct, and I'll tell you why. Number one, you have a balance of expats and locals, and we all get on great together. Mm-hmm. That's number one. And then within the expats, you've got all the different... You've got Spurs, you've got Arsenal, you've got United, you've got City. So the good-natured sort of humour is always in evidence. And if you were an outsider looking in, you would think, wow, do these guys really like each other? But we do, you know. <laughs> it's, ju- it's just the way, uh, the humour of the game. And uh, so the balance is there between expats and local US soccer fanatics and the balance is there within the expats. And it just creates a, an, an amazing atmosphere. That's good it really stuff. does. I'll tell you what, the first time, I'm sorry, Bob, go ahead. Well, I just want to yeah. let the listeners yeah. know, because we've been chatting with them for a while, and if you're yeah. just tuning in, we're talking with Neil Smart, owner of Smart Soccer, a, a wonderful, wonderful agency for um, helping kids in the area, teaching them. And Neil, the next thing I wanted to talk about is, and I'm sure you've talked about this a lot with the kids you train, is your background in soccer. You moved here to the United States, but I know we were chatting before, and you've had some uh, nice credentials to add to your name as well. Yeah, I mean, obviously been around the game all my life, was fortunate enough to be at Everton as a schoolboy, um, uh, you know, played decent level of semi-pro in my hometown team in England, but when I, when I came here, I, I, I fell right into the United German Hungarian club, and, yes. and Matt Menino was at that club. Uh, we were fortunate, fortunate enough to go to a national championship. We played against the USA national team. So as a player, I've had great experiences on the field, but, um, but also off the field as well. The social and the camaraderie you get through playing at that level, uh, it's, it's, it's hard to, to put into words, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think being a player and having playing at a good level, is, is it brings something to the coaching. It definitely does. But, you know, when, when you're coaching young kids, you also need that sort of personality to enthuse them. In other words, being a, being a sort of accomplished player is a little different than being an accomplished coach but if, you, if you've got both it definitely helps if that makes sense sure you know absolutely yeah. yes you know what sold me on this play it's funny what sold me on this place is yeah. valley the good feel first time i was here we went outside and they were playing i'm going to probably subuteo the, the 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 finger football game oh sabutio yeah yeah you. uh, you. you bring tears to my eyes now uh, that's a nostalgic play, game I, I look at it the players are literally in the uniforms yeah. of yeah. tottenham 
against That's Arsenal, right, yeah. and I like that they're playing today. It was really great. I mean, yeah. first of all, I, did, I, I always thought it was beautiful to look at that game. I didn't know there was act you could actually play it. It was almost like the game can't be functional. It yeah. just looks nice. It, it, right, but, right. But it was, no, yeah. there's quite so a I said, talent to that game. This is a unique place because yeah. I've been to a lot of. You better be on a level plane too, because otherwise that ball is just going to be trickling, That's trickling, right. yeah. trickling. Yeah, no, I used to. My mother used to iron the board onto a piece of wood so it would be nice <laughs> and flat. You know, awesome. it, it definitely is a. Uh, if you grew up in my era, you know, in the 70s, 80s in England, and to this day, I'm sure, but uh, Sabutio was the game to play if you weren't actually playing, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's cool. It's very it's cool. Brilliant. You, get, yeah. you, get, you get those stands, the players, you could paint them. I mean, it's all, it's a year-long project if you yeah. wanted lights. Oh, work. yeah, they brought in spectators yeah. and corner flags. Oh, and yeah. Back in the day, it used to be just a team in red versus a team in white with <laughs> right. a ball in the middle. But they, they, you know, as they do, they brought everything in, you know? It was, uh, so when Matt sets it up, out on his deck, it's it's quite impressive. Do you it's remember electric think, football? Do you 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 Bob? You remember electric football? I do remember about, electric and football. Guy, you know, they American never, football, right? They is. would never American football. They would never yeah. go straight. They they would go around in circles. And you oh. supposed to control them. But I it was, played with some players. It was like a that. big <laughs> mess, but yeah, 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 they, yeah, yeah. Really, it's like a bunch of drunken people. But, but the thing is, that game was never. It was beautiful to look at, but it was never never functional. So Subutio is actually Subutio. Yeah, we 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 call it Subutio. That's the way we pronounce it. Anyway, they can't just call it table. Football, right? There. <laughs> no, no, no. You got to make Absolutely it sound glamorous. Uh, now, Neil, you know. what's real? I think really interesting as well. And you coaching these kids, I'm sure you see it all the time. We talk about growing the game all the time. And hey, you know, when I was a, when you guys were young kids, maybe it wasn't as easy, at least in this country, to follow yeah. foreign yeah. football. And so now you see televisions behind us all over, all these different networks. Great ways to follow. You mentioned Stabudio. Yeah. Kind of today's equivalent is FIFA. It's the best-selling game yeah, in yeah. the entire world, and I'm not sure that... Which, sadly, any... I've never played it, but yeah. I get, you, I get your point. If you ever played it, it's hard to imagine that it's the equivalent because <laughs> it's so realistic. I know, right? It's, oh. it's almost like, you know, you're, you're in Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo's body. Well, the kids play, are so into it, right? Like, that's the thing. I mean, yeah. coming from a guy that stinks at FIFA, I've maybe played it ten times in my life and only because someone else was playing it. For as big a soccer guy as I am, I just can't play the game. But what I'll say is there are kids my age and younger that don't really follow the game besides maybe a World Cup, besides yeah. maybe a European championship. Yeah. But they know the players, and they know the clubs, and they know where these guys are, and that's because of FIFA. And I think it's just absolutely unbelievable for the game of soccer how the fun, how the, you know, the entertainment aspect of yeah. the game has infiltrated every single part of it. Yeah, and you, you see it more and more with the kids coming to the clinics. They're, they're wearing the Liverpool United shirts. They're right. wearing the Messi shirts, the Ronaldo shirts. And I'm sure some of that comes from the TV, but you're correct. With the younger kids, I'm sure it also comes from the, the FIFA game, which, you know, is for, for our generation, right? Can I say that? For our generation? Is a, um, you know, something that's... Uh, I'm off the beaten track, let's just say. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so it's so technically refined. I mean, when we were younger, and you'll admit, you know, we had to like make up games. Our imaginations yeah. had to be yeah. a big part of what we did. Yeah. And then we still are with what we do with the show and all. But you know, the new generation, it's like, why ever play soccer? It's it's it looks exactly like you're watching the, an EPL match on television. Yeah. The, the, the the players look like they do. They're better than they are, and they certainly are better than the players, yeah. uh, the guy controlling them. Right. So do you find that, that with, the, with the young people, the, the youth culture, with the video games, does that hurt 
like people coming out and learning to play well, soccer. I was just going to say that I'm yeah. wondering if the video games are an enhancement to the kids then going out to play mm-hmm. or a deterrent in the fact well, that, hey, we've got it yeah. all in front of us. Why go and do the real thing? I don't know the answer yeah, to that sad. question, by the way. I, I just wonder about that. Sure. You know? yeah. I, I, I tend to think that people are more likely to go out and play Let's just start with, and it's a different generation than, say, 12-year-olds, but let's yeah. just start with my college buddies, the guys that didn't really play the game growing up, didn't really enjoy the game. Right. But they start playing FIFA, and all of a sudden on a Sunday afternoon, hey, you want to go kick the ball around. There you go. So I don't know. That's Proof maybe, of the pudding, Bob, right there. Maybe that's then, rose-colored you know? yeah. lenses yeah. to look yeah. through, but well, that's they, one positive well, way to know, look at it. They know of the game. Right. You know, they're, they're aware it's more of a cognizant the part game, of and they're aware that it's a huge part of, on the world stage as well by the whole computer, because I'm sure they end up playing people in other countries or right. whatnot. Yep. I don't even understand how that works. Yeah. you got like 60 guys playing in the same game. <laughs> you know, even the guy on the bench is yeah. like That's how the game began, though, someone. you know, playing yeah. between villages with hundreds of people involved. Right. So it's uh, uh, another thing just to add. Obviously, with the kids, the participation's there, you know. There are thousands, tens of thousands, even in eastern Pennsylvania here. The challenge becomes keeping them involved at the high school level and beyond. Right. And I think that's a, the biggest challenge that we face because the kids love it, but for some reason they get to high school, and it's probably partially other sports, right, moving on to the traditional American sports, if you will. But we, we kind of lose them at high school level and beyond unless they play at that high level. So it's how do we get these high school and college players who are not necessarily top-level players to stay in the game into adulthood. I think that's one of the biggest challenges the game to become mainstream, if you know what I'm saying. I agree. That's one of the biggest challenges the game faces. How, how do you make that someone's first choice? Yes. Right. Yes. Which I know CASA does. Uh, CASA does a lot with that. The pub soccer league we do here yep. with adults. But it still it needs more, if you understand what I'm sure, saying. Sure, I absolutely more. do. Now, yeah. I know we have another guest coming on right now. English Paul. Paul, I will give you my microphone here and let Eric take this one from here. Do their mothers dress them? I mean, will you look at, the, will you look at this? I Eric, mean, he's got an Arsenal shirt on, please. Guy, on, you know, there's other yeah. colors in the world but red. I just want, want you to know that. You okay? won't often get me sat next like, to an Arsenal fan. Remember the fan. blue side of the uh, Sabudio? Yeah. Well, there's a blue side. <laughs> but anyway, uh, before, we, before, we, we, let, or before we, we move on with you, I want to get your thoughts on the match that's coming up in the next half hour or right, so. Right. Now, you got Manchester United played a big opening game loss uh, at Old Trafford on, on Tottenham. Own goal, if you recall, was one nothing. Um, United, <clears throat> Tottenham obviously has played very well pretty much since then. Now they're home. They haven't always fared real well at home, certainly against Manchester United for one. What do you think? What are your thoughts? I mean, big implications for both sides right now. Your thoughts? Well, without question, uh, it, what is great about today's game is both teams have to win for different reasons, right? I mean, United have got to keep in touch with the top four, and, and you, you're looking behind you. You probably don't want to look, Eric, but uh, Leicester are winning. So, I mean, Spurs, oh, they are. Spurs more than anything ah. uh, need to keep in one. track. So, what a, what a great atmosphere it's going to be because both teams have to win big time for different yeah, reasons, and uh, Leicester just scored again. So, um, you Jamie know, Vardy the, again. The dream continues. So I was having such a good yeah. time with this interview. I, I thought it was 0-0. Zero, zero I know. So, so okay. here's, here's yeah. the thing. United I need to win. Spurs need to win. It's TV. all set up for a great game. Mm-hmm. It really is. What do you think, though? Yeah. Well, look, uh, I'm a United fan. I'm right. not going to turn around and say we're not going to win today, right? Mm-hmm. We're away at Spurs, second top in the Premier League. It's a difficult game. But I'm going to say 
United are going to win because we need to keep in touch with the top four and the Leicester fairy tale will continue. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. And if I wasn't a Spurs fan, I'd be right on the Leicester fairy tale. I really would. I get that. Um, when you look at with, with Manchester United, Van Gaal, apparently they're keeping him. Is that right? Yeah, the, the, um, yeah. I think it's okay because the managerial mer- merry-go-round, as we call it, has become a little, you know, it's, it, 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 you, you can finish in the top three and still lose your job, right? That could happen to at City <laughs> this year, for example. Uh, so sometimes you've got, you've got to have a bit of loyalty. And I'd love an old sort of former United player to come in and take over, but Giggs isn't ready. Uh, so LVG for another season. And let's be honest, United could still finish top four. It's not exactly failure, no, is it? No, in fact, the, <laughs> we need to keep these right managers there around. The, I believe uh, with the win, yeah. they're there. Yeah. I hate to say that, but that's true. I mean, it happens no, if you I'm, not a, I'm not a major fan of, of, of LVG in terms of his personality, but give, give the man a continued chance is, is fine with me. Well, you know? Giggs always sitting at his side, and he was sitting there for the, 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 the former managers after Sir Alex also. Yeah. Uh, when you say he's not ready, the guy played, what, 18 years? Bench yeah, or three yeah. Or, what makes somebody ready? Well, it's a good question. I think he's yeah. still got a player mentality rather than a managerial mentality might be the biggest thing. I mean, he's still one of the lads, if you know what I mean. Okay. And I just think uh, for him to jump into that hot seat at the moment would, would, would probably be too much. Then again, he could prove us all wrong. But the powers that be, probably not ready to put a, somebody like Giggs in at the moment, even though he's a legend. Let know? me ask you, if you had the choice, yeah. which we don't, if you had a choice to, to stay the course with Van Gaal, um, with gigs in the in the in the wings, right. waiting in the wings, or have uh, Jose Mourinho, where would you have gone with that? Yeah, I mean, obviously Mourinho is a big name, he's a big personality, and, and I'm a fan to some extent because he shows some personality in the modern game, and there isn't a lot of that now, you know. He certainly uh, does. Do for I think two he, years yeah, of he does, doesn't yeah. he? I mean, he does, that's, yeah. he's, he's a bit of a throwback where he'll say things and and give you a little entertainment value, and obviously he's got a lot of accomplishments as well. We shouldn't forget that. Uh, for me. Uh, I'd, I'd stay with LVG for now and, and Mourinho and United I'm just not sure about the chemistry to be honest with you is LVG so I'm going to call him that because I like that thank you because I always butcher yeah. his name it's uh, easier <laughs> do you think that he has the coaching chops do you think to get the job done skill wise tactically wise which is what you coach a lot of uh, is, is he a formidable enough tacti- tactician to get the job done for Well, you know, look at Ranieri with Leicester, right? I I don't know that he's a formidable tactician, but what he's done is put together a team with chemistry that knows how to win and believes they're going to win every game. I think that's the secret of management. That's why Fergie was so good. You know, tactics is one thing, and... But if you can't motivate players to play at their best in these games, uh, then and that's where I think LVG falls short. There's a disconnect with the players. But, um, you know... I'd, I'd still give him another season. If we finish top four or even fifth Europa League, he, d- he deserves that continuity. I think that's probably the best way I would say that. Now, my question for you would be, even if you do decide to bring him back, I mean, isn't he on something like a three-year plan where at year three, boom, he's done no matter what? So uh, what is the benefit versus the cost of bringing him on for one more year knowing that there's an end date? Well, I think... Yeah, you, 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 you know, it's all about seeing through your contract and then seeing what you accomplish and whether then you're in a position to, to renew and continue is the best way I would say that. I mean, United, you know, 
the performances this season very often are mediocre to average. So you blame the manager to an extent. But I'm a big believer in blaming the players. Yeah. You know, these are top yeah, players. Go out novel and get idea. The jo- yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. You know, go out and get the job done. You know. So I think you know cost benefit kind of thing. I, I just would look at the short term. Let's see if we can build on this season. And if we do, and he brings in, I think he's been given like a sixty million pound transfer budget for the summer so one or two new buys a creative midfield field player a little bit of experience at the back you know it could all be a different story so I'd say let, let's give the man a chance and, and see and I know some of my friends out there will be you know disagreeing with me big time so I've got to answer to them you know and actually I'm glad I'm staring the mic sorry I'm very very thievery here but uh, I'll give mine up in a minute I wanted to <laughs> no I wanted to get the shout out I promised it in the first in the bottom of the hour that you would have some shout-outs for some of your folks that are listening over in England as well as uh, as well as anyone else that you'd like to plug because we appreciate your time here today. It's been great to have you on and uh, a wonderful voice and name in the world of soccer and great to have you on our show. Thank you very much, Bob. Well, here's my, my, my wife's cheering far too early here. Hold, hold on a second. Yeah, she still cheers for you. Yeah. That's a good thing, man. So as I wrap, that's, that's as I wrap up, yeah. let, let me say a few things. I do want to uh, tell a quick story, and it's a positive story about the Philadelphia Union. A real great friend of ours, Steve Rouse, who's uh, memorialized in this very pub, uh, sadly passed away recently. And a, a lot of his friends went down to a union game um, and they had a memento of... St- Steve was a big union fan. Steve from Leicester? Yeah, Steve, yeah, yeah, Steve yeah Ramsch, I bet yeah. So yeah. Steve, uh, they all went down, you know, Chris Baker, his lifelong friend, Diane, his wife, they went down with a m- memento of Steve that they hoped could be left at the, the field. Uh, Brian Carroll not only came over, he was a true gentleman. He, 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 he personalised it, he said a few words, and, you know, I think... Uh, Brian Carroll deserves a lot of credit for that because he, he connected with the fans, he connected with that group. Um, and, and I did want to get that one story out today that, you know, MLS teams, uh, when they have players like that, they, they endear themselves. He could have been very impersonal personal about that. And he really honoured Steve. And believe me, Steve had tens of thousands of friends, followers, supporters. So I just wanted to thank the union and Brian Carroll personally for doing that. Kudos yeah. to the union. Wonderful. It's a great story. Oh, they win the league this year now. Yeah, that maybe you know who. Maybe they're the Leicester of the United States. I mean, you know, they would be, wouldn't they, if they won yeah. the league? They uh, are rising from nothing, though. So right, you've got to, yeah. you know, that they're right there. So not to monopolize yeah. anymore. Yeah, a couple of shout-outs. My mate Marshy, Marshy is in Barrow, my hometown in England, sat out on the course road with a beverage, listening to this. So Marsh, hope you heard that, mate. And, uh, you know, my, if, if I start saying other people, you know, uh, I'll get in trouble. But Nigel and, and Lee Carter and Chris, Chris and um, Simon, Opie, we were the group who really were big mates with Steve. But uh, anyway, all of those out there who know Smart Soccer, family and friends, uh, thank you for listening in. And, and thank you to Eric and Bob for having me on the show. It was excellent. Thank you very much, gentlemen. You're welcome. I'm guessing this the first of many times we I hope so to I talk. hope so so thank you so much oh, we, we need a prediction from you we got you and I have to make a prediction here I think uh, Bonnie pass me that bag I have something for these gentlemen the prediction today I, I hope there's goals I hope there's goals but there won't be two I'm going to say Spurs 1 United 2 there's my prediction gonna, maybe a little bit more from the heart than the head but I'm going to go 1-1 one, one, one. Mm. so I'm gonna, we're, we're close there I just don't have as much faith as I probably should this season on Spurs on their on their home pitch in a big spot. All right. But we will see. 
So oh. good luck and thank okay, you, sir. Cheers, guys. A couple, yeah. couple of smart soccer shirts, a couple of pub soccer league shirts. Oh, nice. Um, hand them out, do what you will with them, and I'll leave you with English Paul. Okay, cheers, guys. Bye-bye. Thank, bye. thank you again. Oh, oh well, I'll, I'll, be in the, I'll be in the vicinity, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Oh, All you'll right. be watching the game today? My wife's here leaving for, a little bit. for Pittsburgh, so I'll just nip. I'll be around. I'll be here if you need me, gents. And, and if you need something to do, I know it's been a while. We were talking about it. You know, 20 years ago, if my wife would leave for Pittsburgh, I would really be excited for something to happen. Well, now, I don't know. We'd have to find something to do before like 9 at night yeah. or something. We're okay? on live radio here, so oh. we'll leave it. At oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can you hear us? Ah, <laughs> uh, never mind. She's just over there. Who was yeah. that man behind the curtain? Thone. Yes, no, I'll, anyway, be, I'll be in you. with my milk and cookies tonight. Yeah, of, yeah. Course, of course. Take yeah. care now, okay. my friend. Thank, thank you, right. gents. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Appreciate right. it. Okay, so that was fun. That was great. Absolutely. Well, what do you think of the game? I, we did, I didn't get your prediction. I want to get. Yeah, I want to hear what you have to say We're getting it. up toward that time. I, I think it's going to be Tottenham. 1-0. Wow, 1-0. I trust nil. the back four of this defense. I think that Man U had many, many points this year. I think a lot of people would agree have played very conservative offensive style. Sometimes don't even know what their form or style really is. And I think Tottenham's going to do enough today, win 1-0, and get a key, key three points. They absolutely need it with the three that appears to be coming for Leicester if they want to have any chance. I mean, they got to right. stay seven back. I, I hate this. If you recall weeks ago, I didn't think Tottenham really had much of a chance when they were five points behind. Sure. I just thought looking at Leicester's schedule, it was going to be hard to see where they were going to fall. Yep. Game like today, I understand Sunderland needed the match. Well, played well, I guess, for a half. But now the Cream Rose, they're, they're the best, most consistent team this they are. particular year. I don't think any of us from North London or anyone else can really deny that. Speaking, you know, we're talking about North London and uh, Arsenal yesterday. Can I just call you Paul? Yes, you can. I mean, you're English Paul. But you that's can call me. <laughs> no, I know. The only, the only reason they call me English Paul here is because there's another Paul who's a good friend of mine, okay. who comes in. And so every time somebody said Paul, we would both turn around. Where was he from? Well, he's from America. Oh, so they didn't call him <laughs> America. He, support, he, he supports Paul. Newcastle, unfortunately. There you so, go. Uh, yeah, so he could very well be in going down, but anyway. Would it be funny if they called him American, Paul? Well, you uh, could be American, too. Are you American? No, I'm English, but I, I'm but dual, dual citizen. Well, so you are American. So, so I am you're American, actually American, so, Paul. Yeah, I'm both. Well, anyway, so yesterday's match... Uh, it's funny. I kind of lost interest when it was 2-0. We talked about this a little this morning. Yes, we did. Paul. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and I, and thank I, you, Eric. You're very welcome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but thank you. Cause you thank you for not adding <laughs> no. anything to that. But um, it, it's funny because 2-0, it looked like they were going to cruise to a win, yeah. which I thought was going to be a real statement win for them. Then, I don't know, I came back. It was 3-3. I missed... Everything pretty much. Tell me what happened. Yeah, I, I mean yeah. they were they were cruising like you said at, at two 0 and it was two minutes before half time. So I, I, and uh, they were attacking more. You could see that uh, West Ham was starting to attack more. I just said, you know, let's just get into half time, two nil up. It's going to be a totally different strategy for Arsene Wenger in the locker room. Right. And within that two and a half minutes, Andy Carroll scored twice. Couple of uh, defensive errors. And he was sober, so that's a, that's a story to begin with. And, <laughs> yeah. he, and he scored twice with his head. That's your go-to to today. That's Eric. not surprising. Yeah, right? scored, yeah that's my joke. I'm going with, with it. That's man. right. Okay, yeah. he scored okay. twice with his head, and so it, it was a different dynamic. So now Arsenal go in the locker room, and they have to start again. And uh, so different, obviously, team talk in the locker room for Arsenal Wenger. Mm-hmm. And they come out again. They come out second half. Arsenal. Um, picked up where they left off in the first half in the beginning of the match where they took it to West Ham and they were playing well good passing good possession and um, on the counter West Ham scored and made it 3-2 
then all of a sudden it's like, you know, now it's a matter of having to score two because it was really a must win for us. Right. A draw is no good. Well, for Champions League, I think a draw. Well, would Champions matter. League, it's yeah. fine, but right, to, yeah. to have any chance of still mathematically being in the title really, race, I, I no, see I, know, that. I, know. I don't see Tottenham getting here. I don't, I don't see either. Arsenal. I don't either. There. So yeah. it's right. more about us being above Tottenham. So being an Arsenal, oh, we'll true Arsenal fan. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. Saint, whatever his name is, uh, Saint Tottenham. Tottenham. What you know? Really, honestly, Bob, Bob and I were talking about this this morning. Would you be happier as an? Are you are you from North London, by the way? No, actually, I'm from Southeast London, okay. or Greater London, as they call it. So who, who, I was born in Surrey. There? Who would be the team there? Uh, the nearest team would probably be uh, Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. Yeah. Never became a Palace. Never Palace fan, support huh? enough. No. Well, you're, you're the fellow that we talked about uh, that that. Just died. Unfortunately, yeah. he he was from Leicester, but he was a I believe an he was a Chelsea Chelsea, Chelsea supporter and first. And Chelsea there's an honest man because I'm like this in the midst of this huge fairy tale season where Disney's going to make a movie and it's a very big story worldwide. This he was there in his Chelsea shirt and he's from Leicester, guys. Darn he's it. from Leicester, but so he was a big Chelsea him. supporter. Yeah. But um, you know, he he used to switch up shirts though, so. You know, he had a Leicester shirt, too. I think too. I saw him his Leicester shirt He has his also. Leicester yeah. shirt, too. I yeah. said, why don't you just buy one of these shirts where it's like half and half? <laughs> you know, like right. the American football shirts. You can it's see. You go like to, I went to an Eagles-Giants game at the Meadowlands, <laughs> and this guy had a half Eagles shirt on, half Giants shirt on. I've <laughs> yeah, never seen both, that before. Both, both sides That's a good way cra- to get yeah. yeah. Both sides beat the crap out of him. That's wonderful, <laughs> yeah, right? That's exactly, great. yeah. no yeah. friends yeah. that day. No friends at that day. That life stadium. Are you, as an Arsenal fan... I wonder if I didn't get the same answer, but it seems in, in London if I talk to a personal fan. But it seems to me they are almost going to be are happier if they can finish fifth to Tottenham's sixth, say this year, as opposed to finishing fourth to Tottenham's third and make the Champions League. Yeah, I don't get that logic at all. Well, you know, I mean, it, it, it's because it's such a big rivalry because literally they're a mile apart. Okay, so I, I go to the Emirates. I try to get there once a year from here because I have a good friend who has season tickets. So he always gets me a match. Nice. I normally pick one of the marquee matches. Nice. So last year I went in uh, October to the Man United Arsenal match, and we were sitting ten rows behind the goal, the home goal, and we saw all three all three goals in the first half. So it was great. And the Man Man United supporters were to our right in that little triangle, little corner that they put him in. So okay. We could taunt them like for the first half, you know. <laughs> then the second half was all down the other end of the pitch, so we barely could see what was going on. But sure. were there more anti-Manchester? United chance or anti-Tottenham chance no, at that particular game? No, actually, you know what? No, I mean, at the Man United-Arsenal match, it was more about, because we, you know, we have Danny Welbeck, right, so we got right. them from Man United, right? Right, right? And so Martial was supposed to be the next great thing, you know, and he didn't play too well on that day. So there was a chant going out from us Arsenal supporters saying that you're just a bleep Danny Welbeck. <laughs> you know, so yeah. it, was, it was kind of funny. Yeah, very and subtle. So that chant was going out. Subtle, yeah. Right, right. That was kind of going out there. I was surprised there, but so uh, you had to be a little frustrated with the match yesterday. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was. But it I've seen it before. It's a, it's a pattern. It's a pattern with Arsenal, you know. Mm-hmm. They play, I mean, they play Leicester City and they beat them, you know, at Leicester. Right. At home. They right. beat them in the, in the waning that? moments. Who's done that? Two teams, two right, other teams this right, season, right? right and exactly. so they beat them at home. Great match. But then you'll see other matches where they start out strong. And then, you know, they get a few, two goals like they did yesterday, and they'll sit back. 
and all of a sudden you take the foot off they the pedal. They did sit back. Too. They did. They yeah. absolutely they did. did. You know that I used to always equate that. That Bob, there's a th- yes, pre-bed defense in, yeah, in football. Right. Exactly. You're preventing winning is Park, really right. Parking yeah. the bus, yeah. as you always say. Yeah. I mean, yes, I hate you know that. who else parked the bus? Villanova basketball up ten in the national championship game. And they almost. And they almost paid for blew it. it. They almost I mean, blew it. You're right. Yeah. It's, it's sport to sport. It really is a common thread. You know, you, you got to continue to do what you did to get you where you were. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. It doesn't even seem – it's fear. It's the fear of failing or maybe the fear of succeeding sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't get but it. But it's taught to my wonder if it's the fear of succeeding, you know. But uh, you're uh, – so you think – where do you think Arsenal's going to finish this year? I'm hoping above Tottenham. <laughs> Happy <laughs> well, to well, give yeah. it. I, I, I'm thinking, well, yeah. two, or th- two or three. It depends on what yeah. happens today for you guys, Tottenham, against United. Um, I'm hoping United do us a favor. That's, that that's would be a strange nice. way to That'd look at it, though. Nice for us. Talk about getting to bed with the devil here. You're, well, yeah. You're Literally, yeah. Devil, red literally. Devils, yeah. Getting yes. to bed with the Red Devils, yeah. Very good, yeah. I, you know, I mean, I think it's been a great season. It's so wonderful yeah. to see you know, Chelsea scuffling. I know, you I know, love that. And City kind of scuffling, too. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of nice. I mean, yeah, City are, the also Rans are getting their chance to shine. Because, I, I like mean, that. it's great. We're coming near the end of the season. We're coming to the end of the season, and what what could be a, a really crucial match is the penultimate match of the season, where Man City play Arsenal at at, at the Etihad. Okay, right. that could come down to implications on on Champions, Champions League, League positioning. Absolutely. Like, are, could City have to win that in order to be the top four, or could it be where they're Two of them are vying for third or fourth, depending on right. what it is. So that could be a great match, and Bob, I'm looking I, forward to that one. That's I, Bob, I know May what 8th. you're thinking about, man. You're th- remember when this is one of the down the down moments of my radio career when I misused penultimate, not understanding the real meaning. Oh, of that was, was classic. Yes, oh, yeah. I thought Bob was thinking that as soon as he said that. <laughs> he I just understood sees, what you meant. It's the next yeah. to last game of the season. He's smashing the season. Yeah. Smile on my face. <laughs> right, <laughs> I mean, you, remember, you remember that, don't you? Right, I'm like, oh god, what did I do? Because yeah. I did that happens a lot, but this was really bad. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it, it's, it's, I it's, survived. It's an, yeah, it's an exciting time of the season. Yes. We're coming down to like the last last month, and the relegation implications. Well, we know Villa are down; they're pretty much right. done and dusted. But right. the, the next three, it could come down to the last couple of weeks of the season on who's going to stay up and who are the two that go down. He's so. right. Possible. I mean, I'd like. To, I mean, Newcastle with the rich history would be nice if they stayed up. Norwich is up and down, so you know. And who else we got? Sunderland. If they manage to stay up again, is yeah. that even possible? I, uh, I don't Sunderland know. They should have been up? down the last two well, or three they years. After this game, I don't right. know if they have a chance to stay up. But they probably uh, do. Yeah, they still do. Yeah, they they do. do. I mean, Newcastle Norwich. lost. Newcastle lost yesterday. Right. Norwich did themselves a favor, but they're yeah. still within you know two three points. And again, even after this loss today, they're still going to have a game in hand. Sunderland, that is yeah. thirty-two played versus thirty-three for Norwich, so four points back. Worst or crazier things have absolutely right. happened. I mean, I would actually like to see Norwich stay up because they have the um, the best food in the country. <laughs> because Delia Smith, who is a very popular the chef in oh, no, the, okay. in the, the UK, she's the owner, right? Delia Smith, she's the owner. Yeah, we had a buddy. She's a really popular chef in in the UK, along you know Ramsay's line. Sure. And so they have great food at that uh, at the concessions at that stadium. So I'd like to see them stay up. It's kind of a throwback <laughs> kind of team, aren't they? Yeah, in yeah. North City, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, the owners, smaller, smaller venue. Smaller, smaller venue. They're and up and down, though. Yeah. They're up and down. That's got to be – I mean, is that, if you're on, a, on that on – that, uh, if you're on that um, – Trajectory. And no, the up and down uh, roller, roller coaster. coaster. Oh, thank you. If you're on the – this is why I don't know what penultimate means. Okay. <laughs> um, not that bright. But when you're on, that, when you're on the roller coaster, you're up and down, what's that like? 
I mean, it's the thing. It's like you're up. Oh my God, you're so happy. You made it. You're back down again. Yeah, I mean, and then you may go up, or you may end up being like Fulham, right? right. You know? Yeah, I mean, Fulham. I mean, that's a, it's a shame that Fulham went down because um, when they were in the Premier League, uh, we used to do a the boat cruise. Uh, every year down the Thames, right. you know, um, to Putney, which is where Fulham are. Remember when we went to Putney? To their, their oh, actual grounds, Craven Cottage. Okay, so we used to do the, yeah. the, the boat cruise, which was like an Arsenal cruise. And so, you know, it's, it's fully licensed and everything. So we used to do like that three-hour cruise. And it would drop us off right at Putney Pier. And then we would just go in the away supporters end and sit there and watch a football match. How cool is that? It's so cool. That's so Especially great. Especially if it's a beautiful day and it's sunny and it's nice. And, yeah. Uh, but, you like, know. you look, it's funny because we were talking initially on the show about Rangers being promoted. I don't know about you. Are you a fan of, of the, the soccer, the, the Scottish soccer league or Celtic or anything? Of that uh, I kind of lost track of them. I mean, because it always used to be, yep. it always used to be like Celtic Rangers every year, yeah. right? And, you know, no other team's got to look in. Now it's totally, you know, three, wide open, different. Three right. years back, Paul, when we were talking to some Celtic fans who were basically, for lack of a better term, dancing on the grave of the ra- of Rangers with their financial problems and they were going to be down and relegated to the fourth division or whatever it was. I think it was fourth <laughs> right. division. You know. Oh, God, there's what the fourth division in Scottish. That's almost MLS. Uh, I'm about to say, class, yeah, right? you're, pretty, you're yeah. pretty much in the conference. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. wow. Was, yeah, yeah no, we, we could edit that out. But <laughs> hopefully, maybe, I don't know. Anyway, so, so when you get to... Uh, I never could understand how those Celtic fans were so smug and so happy in their, 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 their victory on that day or that season that they could just say, okay, we don't need those, those, those old firm games anymore or even two or three times a year that they would play in the Scottish Cup also. To me, it was like, that's terrible. You're losing out in the best days of football with the team that you love against the team that you hate. How can you be happy that the other team's dead? Yeah. And they're not dead, but at that the other team like they were dead. makes you as a team more relevant. Right. I mean, yeah. one team versus two teams, it's much better from a league perspective and a financial perspective. I mean, yeah, to in, have in, in Scottish football, um, the old firm match, which was Celtic against Rangers every year, that's like the El Clasico. You know? Yeah, that's right. It's like, you know, Barcelona against you know, Real Madrid. Yes, it was a very, it was a big, big deal and a Absolutely. big, beautiful old stadium. I mean, the, the Ranger Stadium, I think, seen about 65, 70,000. Yeah, yeah. So, Ibrox, yeah. And all of a sudden, Ibrox right there down. <laughs> I'll tell you, I know, 14 I know. people, yeah. you know, and my cousin. You know, I mean, it was, it was nobody was there. Well, I'll tell you guys can, a, a yeah. story as well. I mean, th- this has historical context, not necessarily soccer, but there was an old professional football league. Not the NFL, where the Cleveland Browns were the only team that really had the financial wherewithal to be successful. So they had a 65,000-seat stadium. They were playing against teams that had like 10,000, 15,000-seat stadiums. They just destroyed everybody. With the white football. Every, You're talking back in the 50s, Yeah, right? back in yeah, the 50s. Right, right. Every single team they would lying. kill, they would win. <laughs> they won six, five or six straight Super Bowls. Now, not only did the fandom of these other teams deteriorate because they know they have no chance, but get this. Browns fans stopped going because they stopped losing interest because there was no competitive balance. So that's an exaggerated example. But if you're only the only team in a league, that actually hurts you. If you're Celtic without a Rangers, yeah. you know, no peanut butter to your jelly. And so they need to have them back. I'm a little bit of a Hearts fan, just a little bit, enough that I followed it slightly, <laughs> slightly, slightly. Very, I mean, how, as much as you can in this country, okay? Sure. But, you know, I never could understand... The logic there. Maybe you being English Paul can now I'm going to make you English Paul there you go. again. Okay. I W English Paul for the it's next. It's at your whim, Eric. For the next three you know? minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all okay. on me, right? Right. To forget about Hillary, I'm the one in control here. Okay. <laughs> um, 
you, uh, what do you, what do you think of that? What are your, as, a, as an Englishman, what do you, do you, you probably understand the logic yeah. somehow. But, you know. Yeah, like I said, but I was never a really big fan of Scottish football. I mean, you know, when you live in England, I mean, you know, you're watching Premier League. And of course. But is there anything where there's like, uh, like Protestants against Catholics in another league no. or something? Like, that's very unique. And I understand it's hatred and it's like medieval thinking, but it does have, make for a very exciting atmosphere. Yeah, but you know the what? I, 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 yeah, it yeah. does. But I mean, from a Scottish football perspective, uh, when you know Celtic Rangers, Still it was more, it was football. more, it was more, you know, it was more football supporters and football supporters are football supporters. Uh, they don't care what religion you are; they just have a punch up, you know. So I mean, so why are they the happy to, to be done with it? If they're filling that seventy-five thousand seat stadium, how can they possibly be better? Is it so important to declare victory and put your your sword in that in the, in the yeah, into the enemy and I kill mean, it's, them? It's or like shooting you, it's like shooting your own foot. I mean, well, what, what, yeah, what certainly. You, you know, well, you knew yeah. nothing. You didn't follow it much, but it certainly lost some steam when they lost those games. Yeah, and those games were gone. And the fact that you know they're no longer in there. I mean, you lose TV, yeah. you know, TV coverage, and you know it's not it's not the same. When I first started following, you know, six, seven, eight years ago, whenever it was. That was a big deal. Band right. sports, wherever they played it on, you know, they when they different different companies had different contracts back then. But I thought just learning the sport, I thought the Scottish League was a big damn league. It's not. It's nothing. It's not, it's Without the, the old firm, it's nothing. Right? How could they possibly like that? How did the powers that be like let that happen? I mean, you get Aberdeen coming out of left field once in a while, and they've right. they've they've, right. they've, uh, t- they've challenged for the title. But yeah. you know, right? But it's still Scottish football. It's but still the, Scottish they, football. they did have that. They did have that old firm, and, old firm, and yeah. it was also, yeah. you know, it's old and it's also very old, isn't it? Too yeah. that matchup and that rivalry. It's, you know, I think it's interesting, Eric, because you know I was kind of not poo-pooing what you were saying, but you were saying, "How do the powers that be? Da 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 da. How do they let it happen? How do they want it to happen?" I mean, my thought was, I don't think the powers that be did want it to happen. I think it's the fans that we it's happen fans, to be talking yeah. to that didn't really understand the financial implications. However. I do wonder what it would have taken, and I don't have numbers on me. I haven't analyzed financial statements, but I would love to see what it would have taken to, say, bail out Rangers, you know, not unlike what we've seen with some of the large corporations here in the United States of America, but what it would have taken from the league itself or from fans, boosters, whatever it may be, even from Celtic a little bit, to bail out Rangers so that they didn't have to go through this arduous process to get back. Yeah, but the thing is, wasn't it also violations with the uh, the FA and, th- yeah. and FIFA sure. and things like yeah, that. Sure. Stuff so in, in a way, maybe it had to go down the way it did, but it was just whether or it's not a shame. I mean, they could have been relegated the old-fashioned way. They could have right. earned it. You know, yeah, like right, Aston exactly. doing yeah. it But the point was, I still think there was something really, really big lost with that. Right. that was just my, so I was wondering if maybe yeah. I still don't get it. You know, I'm still where I am. You, you hate, if you're Catholic, you hate the Protestant team so much. You want them to be dead. Right. And, Vanished but, from the kingdom. Yeah, because forever. you know what I mean. It's the same as like the Arsenal Tottenham rivalry. Okay, I, I wouldn't want you. Guys, I wouldn't want you guys out of the Premier League because we enjoy that rivalry so much. Of you We're would. one mile apart. It's great, and I wouldn't want to give up that rivalry, which is great. But I still want you to play on Thursday as opposed to playing on Wednesday. Of course, <laughs> but that's, that's because right. Spurs that's Day, Thursday. Yeah. yeah, that's natural. <laughs> you hate them, but you realize that in some yes. part you kind of need them. We need them, right? And if, if St. Tottenham's Day was every single day for the rest of time, would that be very satisfying to you? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. No. well I'm just speaking yeah. like a true. There it is. Yeah. There. So, uh, what's your prediction today? Uh, or do you care? I, I, do care. I do care. I do care. I'm thinking it's going to be close. Uh, 
1-1, probably, I'm thinking. Nice. I don't think there's going to be that many goals in it. I think it's going to be more of a chess match. Uh, Tottenham don't want to concede, and um, you know they want to. They want to hopefully nick one, maybe counter it. I mean, they're going to. They're not going to counter. They're going to attack. I'm not happy. It's Man I'm not United. They're going to be with on the counter. One point and keep pace with you guys from yesterday, yeah. because that'll leave five games left. I think that'll leave you guys still five points. Five. Yeah, points it's, good. it's it, like it's I said. It's going to be close to where we're almost in the Champions League. Yeah, and that's what I have to. You know, I think you, I'd like to win. No, I'd like to win United. I'd like I to beat United. Be, no, I definitely think you're going to make the Champions League this year. I think City are the ones you've got to look out for. Because sure. I, I, they're, teeter, they're teetering there. I'm they're not sure they're going to make Looking it. out for the United. fact that they don't look very strong. They don't look strong at all. No. No. I, I mean, agree. Uh, they look United's weak on defense playing, yesterday. United's playing better, I think. I do, too. Month. I think they could yeah. sneak in there. I think, yeah. I think, I think, I think uh, like you said, City and maybe Arsenal to a smaller extent yeah. are teetering a little bit in the last several four weeks or so. Uh, I, I mean, you could say Tottenham is, but, you know, they, they, they drew at Liverpool. It's not exactly a bad result. No, it's Normally not. you would say, I'll take that every day of the week, but not today. So anyway, so uh, Penguin I Penguin bar again. Love these. These are excellent. Oh, really? Yeah, penguin. Well, think, They're made uh, with real penguin, I hear. But pick oh. up a penguin, yeah. Oh, nice. Wow, so we, yes, we've just been handed a treat from Neil Smart. It's exciting here. Yeah, the chocolate Pick chocolate up a biscuits. penguin. Yeah. Chocolate biscuit. Beautiful. They actually have jokes on the side, too. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> if you look under the wrapper there. Pick so up you, a penguin. That's yeah. hilarious. Uh, this makes for great TV. We're all reading our Yes, our yes, rap. it know, does. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, what happened you know to what? the camera? Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, it's radio. Nobody knows. Forget that. <laughs> That's Never right. mind. We're not Once doing again. anything. So, yeah. hey, but we appreciate the time, Paul. It's been great to have you on. We're going to take a quick break now, but uh, appreciate you coming on. Again, we love this place. Thanks for yeah, having us. Yeah, the Capri is great. I mean, uh, this was a, a, a dream a couple of years ago. I mean, I selfishly moved into the neighborhood, and uh, I knew Matt's brother, uh, Dino's place, the side yep. door. Side door. Park, so I used to sure. go there all the time, and that's where I met Matt. Then I moved into Dollstown Borough, right down the street from Villa Capri, and uh, I wanted to watch football. And the beauty was, it was a small bar in the middle at the time, and you know I could watch the football and not have to compete against the Phillies or anybody else because they, there was no guys watching those right. sports here. Yes. So I said, we got to build this and make it bigger. And it was, you know, this is before the World Cup, so we got an English Premier League following here. To the point where there's so many people crammed in the middle bar there, that something had to be done. And Matt took the leap of faith and built this bar in the back here, just in time for the World Cup. And it was five deep to the bar here during during the summer in June for the World Cup, mm-hmm. out on the deck and then in the front. And That's now great. we've got the Euro Championships looming in June. Yes, and there's going to be big crowds here good for that. Stuff. Very it's good going to be stuff. great. Yeah, and we're going to be pushing you guys as that gets closer, and we'll have Matt on. In just a few minutes we, to, to have that discussion as well. Because it's going to be we, great. We can't wait to promote you guys and uh, enjoy some some libations with you here during the match. Absolutely, Let me yeah. see if I can get this straight. Let me see. I'm going to say, Paul, I hope this will it will never be the penultimate time that we get a chance to talk. <laughs> oh, Is absolutely that right? Not. Did I get that That's right? Awesome. Okay, it. there you go. So we thank t- you again. We will talk time. a lot. Thank you, yeah, my Thanks, friend. Eric. Okay. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate sure thing. it. Absolutely. We'll take a break. We'll come back on the other side, and you are listening to Vuvu Soccer. We had some Vuvu TV up later, but thanks for being with us. Yeah, absolutely. Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com. 
610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created, and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. ElmarkSigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Hey, Bob Long sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports Network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. BobLongSports.com gives you not only the best radio broadcasts on the internet, but plenty of articles as well. Stay up to date on your Penn State football team. Stay up to date on college football, the MLB, the NFL, and every other major sport out there. Tune in to all the radio shows and be sure to check our website regularly to see what content we have up now. And when you hear that jingle... Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. You know you're in the right place. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 
610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created, and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. ElmarkSigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Hey, Bob Long sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports Network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. BobLongSports.com gives you not only the best radio broadcasts on the internet, but plenty of articles as well. Stay up to date on your Penn State football team. Stay up to date on college football, the MLB, the NFL, and every other major sport out there. Tune in to all the radio shows and be sure to check our website regularly to see what content we have up now. And when you hear that jingle... Bob Long Sports, Bob Long Sports, your daily dose of sports. Sports. You know you're in the right place. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 
610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created, and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. ElmarkSigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Welcome, welcome. Good afternoon. My name is Thornholder, and I'm here at Villa Capri in Doorstown. We have a very special guest today, Neil deGrasse Tyson from Science Channel. No, we don't. <laughs> it's Mr. Neil Smart. Isn't this exciting? Neil, how are you doing? Is this working? Ask, ask the guy, the tech guy. Oh. Is the mic working? It's, yes, it's I can working. hear you perfectly. Excellent. Fantastic. I'm doing very well, my friend. Thank you. So, very well. I'm going to keep this moving, excited. We're going to cut it up so we can make mistakes and so on. Excellent. All right. So, um, S-M-A-R-T. Tell me about smart. Smart soccer. Smart by name and smart soccer is my game. Uh, into coaching. I have a website, smartsoccer.com. Love coaching the kids. And uh, other than, you know, watching the game, playing the game, coaching is my thing. Yes. yes. So, question. If I'm a 12-year-old kid yes. and I want to be a coach, what should I do first? 12-year-old kid who wants to be a coach yes. or a player? A coach? A coach. Where? Wow, we okay. have a strange line. Starting them young, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, if they've played the game, they enjoy the game, get them involved with the little guys, yes. the little three- and four-year-olds. Yes. And if, if they can handle those three- and four-year-olds, maybe they've got what it takes to make a coach. Fantastic. Encourage them, right? You just encourage them and, and help them where needed. You know? Awesome. Now, But don't stop playing when you're 12. Don't no, co- don't you stop have playing. all that life right. in your body. You should keep playing. <laughs> now, summer is coming up, and we know for summer, soccer, that's soccer's home, summer. It's magnificent. Very we have true. great weather. Yes. That's when the World Cup is played. Yes. This summer coming, what does Smart Soccer have planned? What big event or camp that you have going on this summer? Yeah, well, we, we go right through the summer locally here in Doylestown and yes. Warrington, absolutely. And we have our traditional camps down the shore, Avalon yes. and Sea Isle. So we get a lot of ki- repeat kids who come yes. year after year, which yes. is great. We love to see new kids. So uh, if you get on smartsoccer.com, all the locations are listed on there. Fantastic. Yes. Now, do you have, what has been your most um, 
sought after program. So what range let me let me let me back up yeah, a little bit. Yeah. You what what are the age group of kids that you work with? Well, the camps can go anywhere from uh, little three and four year olds yes. uh, up to you know uh, teenagers, fourteen, fifteen. Usually, the, the older kids they come on as, as teams. They yes. actually come on as teams, um, but the younger kids, you know, that's just all about fun. So yes. I would say we get a lot of kids aged four to ten, and then over ten, eleven, twelve individuals, teenagers as teams. Hey, I'll take them all. They want to come to camp. I'll take them all. Goalkeeping. Do you have a goalkeeping? You're the man, right? Yes. You're the man. I know that. <laughs> so um, yeah. uh, I want to find out, I want to get involved in a program. Do you have space at Smart Soccer for uh, someone like myself, an ex-goalkeeper? I, I call myself a master because right. I've over, had over 15 years' experience. Well, that's good description. Could I jump in? Can I come help Smart Soccer in some way as a goalkeeper coach? I would love to. Well, the short answer is it's, it's possible. It's and, possible? And, but no, it's not, <laughs> not from your perspective. Uh-huh. Of course you can. It's uh-huh. getting... It's a specialist area. You yes. know yourself. Yes. I yes. always say goal, goalkeepers are different. They have a whole different set of skills that have to be developed. Yes. So what would happen is if you get someone with your expertise, yes. then you market the goalkeeping program. Ah. You don't market the goalkeeping first. program first and then say... Oh, it's me, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. You need somebody uh, who, who can do those kids justice. Yes. So that would be the way to do it. If, if it's a serious thing, you promote the goalkeeper master, yes, yes. the master coach, yes. and then the kids hopefully will follow. Let's say that is something that Vuvu TV and Smart Soccer can yep. work on together. We were planning to have, because I'm a goalkeeper. Yeah, exactly. And I have some connections with the yeah. other goalkeepers in the U.S. And what I wanted to do is I wanted Vuvu to provide uh, a pure goalkeeping show where we go from basics all the way to advanced. So through the course of a season, let's say if you're watching TV on Showtime, a season would be like seven months, then I say between January and September. What I want us to do is basically have a similar show where between January and September, in January we start with complete basics, and by September we end with like game time, advanced goalkeeping. So that could be something we could work on. And um, we could use your, um, your club, your team, as the content. Right, so let's right. say every weekend or every other weekend, I come out to Doylestown, I run a mean two-hour goalkeeping session, right. we record it, we create some content around it, we probably get one or two celebrities, Shaka yeah. Hislop and some other guys to comment. Hey, Shaka. Yeah. Ooh, Shaka Hislop. Yes. I remember that. Yeah. Watch me. Uh. We had him on the show a, couple, uh, a year oh, ago, man. Well, he was great, a, he was great a guy. Good guy, yeah. So yeah. what I'm going to do now, I'm going to go behind the table, yes. and I'm going to be a director, right. and we're basically going to run, I'm going to get you to do a, a, say a couple of things that we can put together as a commercial later. Right. All right? So what are, let's say, list four things that you want to advertise, that you want to make sure every... Um, Every soccer fan that's listening yeah. and everybody that gets yeah. a wind of this, yeah. you want to make sure that this piece of information... I got um, you. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to get up. Right. I'm going to uh, leave you behind. Okay. Here. Um, here I am. Here I am and here he is. Yeah. All righty. Right. So, first piece of information is where to find you. I should be wearing my smart soccer shirt, not my United shirt. Um... 
Oh, it's in my, my nice polo embroidered smart soccer shirts in the car. In the car. We'll stick with United for now. Yes, it's for all now. right. Yeah. So I will restart that question. Yeah. So, Neil, where yes. can we find you? You can find Smart Soccer Camps this summer uh, locally in Doylestown and Warrington Townships and at Philadelphia Sports Club in Chalfont. Yes. And then down the shore, for all you people who love going down the shore, we will be in Avalon and Sea Isle and also up here in picturesque Solbury, PA. I think that's pretty much catches, catches it all. Yes, yeah. fantastic. Right. Now, how do we get a hold of you on the phone or via the internet? Well, I'm big on email, so yes. you go to smartsoccer.com, send me an email. I guarantee you within 24 hours, 48 hours max, you get a reply. Very responsive on email, so please visit the website. We've also got a Facebook page and a YouTube channel, but start at smartsoccer.com, please. Yes, mm-hmm. fantastic. Now, do you take any players to England? I, I've done a tour to England with adult players. Yes. Uh, back in '93, we had a great tour to the north of England with the United German Hungarian Club team. Yes. Fantastic. Played three teams over there. Uh, went to see Liverpool, Man City play. Uh, so I've, I've organised tours in the past for adult players, and it was phenomenal. Fantastic. Yes. Um, thank you. Uh, so ah, oh, hey. Yeah. So <laughs> Never now, even saw that. Uh, I want you to say. My name is Neil Smart, and you're watching Boo Boo TV. And with real excitement and fervor. Right. My name is Neil Smart, and you are watching Voo Voo TV. Love it! I love it. Um, <laughs> I'm not as I'm not uh, as exuberant as him, but uh, I I try, right? It's yeah. Pretty yeah. Awesome. That was great. That was great. <laughs> I don't know, like you just, oh, like a joke, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, you, you Brits, you always yeah. have a funny story. Just well, you know what it is, there was, a famous, there was a famous player called George Best back in the day. One of the reasons I support Man United, the only reasons George Best didn't have a long career is he couldn't pass a bar. There you go, get it? Okay. Uh, I hope that was okay. That was awesome. Yeah. So, boom. Sir, thank great. you very much. Appreciate it. I'm going to take this, I'm going to turn it to... We'll put some color on it. All right, let's um, let's take one more quick break here because I know we're yeah. gonna have to regroup, right, and come back for a few final thoughts. We'll get Matt on as well as the young chaps. Thanks so much, Neil. Appreciate having you. And you are listening to Vuvu Soccer here on Bob Long Sports. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at elmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's elmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created. And be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. ElmarkSigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. 
This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Hi, welcome. I'm here at Villa Capri in Doystown with the general himself, Mike, I mean, sorry, Matt Menino, president, owner, founder, well, some of this information is correct, of Villa Capri. Um, he's the man in charge. He's the man we're dealing with here today. Hello, Matt. How are you doing? Great. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Now, I heard that you had some very important information that you wanted to pass out to our fans. Tell us, please. We are promoting our great pizza. Yes. First pizza place in Doylestown, PA. First pizza place in Doylestown? Yes. So we have some history here. We have great history here at Villa Capri. What do you call, what do you call your big pizza? Do you have a special name for it? Uh, we do a great Brooklyn pizza. Ah, c'est bon. Plum tomato, fresh mozzarella, basil. Delicious. So, let's do that. Let's do that with some excitement. So now we're going to talk about the pizza, but you, I want you to mention it's- the... Plum tomatoes and so on, like, we, we have the best pizza. Plum tomato, blah, blah, blah. Just do it like that. Yeah? Fantastic. <laughs> it's still early here, Thorne. <laughs> and it's Sunday. It's the day of rest. <laughs> All right, more excitement. Here we go. We have a great Brooklyn pizza. Plum tomato, fresh mozzarella, and basil. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Fantastic. A little better? All right. Yes. So, now, tell us... <laughs> Tell us about the, um, the Euro coming up. We've got a great tournament coming up, uh, the Euro Cup. I'm not sure ex- exactly when the dates are, but it's the beginning of June, and it will go into July, early July. Now, what happens here during that tournament at Villa Capri? So we will, we will feature our great pizzas, uh, craft beer. Um, Carlsberg will be a big sponsor. Um, and we, we also have... Uh, Beers that represent each country on special. So, for example, if Italy's playing, Peroni will be a special. Um, yes. And, you know, just come out and support your national team. That's not a, an American tournament, but, uh, you know, it's everybody's from somewhere. It's going to be, uh, you know, a representative of every country in Europe, obviously. Fantastic. Yep. So, we're going to finish up with, uh, let's say, do you have a website? We do. Tell us. Our website's letsgotovilla.com. I like it. And the other thing is, give us a phone number. And the phone number is 215-348-9656. And we're located in uh, Doylestown, PA. Give us a lead up. So you can reach so us at? We can reach us at letsgotovilla.com. 215-348-9656 is our telephone number. And, uh, you know, we'd love to have everybody, especially if you're a soccer fan. Yes. We want you here. Two more things. Sure. One is, hi. My name is Matt Menino, and you're watching Vuvu TV. Hi, my name is Matt Menino, and you're watching Vuvu TV. 
You you looked away at the last second. You killed right. me. <laughs> <laughs> so just keep keep this. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We almost there. We almost there. We're almost there. All right, man. <laughs> All right. Shoot. Hi, my name's Matt Menino, and you're watching Vuvu TV. Beautiful. I love it. One more. Um. Hi, my name's Matt Menino, and you're watching Vuvu TV. Th that's not what I meant, but thank you. I was about to say one more, but for Villa Capri. Hi, my name is Matt Menino, and I'm live in Villa Capri, where we keep it popping and kicking with soccer. Or some, some Hi, my name's Matt Menino, live at Villa Capri, where we keep it pumping and kicking. <laughs> I love it. You see, this is the thing. We really don't care about the cut, you know. We care about the fun. We having that fun, is, yeah? We're having, having fun? fun. Yes. We're having fun, man. So, pull that off one more time for me. Hi, my name is Matt Menino, live at Villa Capri, where we have it live kicking. And <laughs> this is where the fun begins. This is where the fun begins. Yo, I did this with Eric for two hours one day, the same thing. He got pissed off and he stabbed me. Yeah, man. All right. <laughs> anyway, let's see. Hi, my name is Matt Menino, and I'm live at Villa Capri on Sunday morning, and we have fun. Do, do, let me ask you a question. Do I have yeah. to scream this? You have to scream? Do I have to scream it? No, you have a mic. Oh, Just man. talk close right. to the that's, mic. That's part of the pressure, oh, man. I'm sorry. Don't follow my lead. No, that, no. That, no worries, man. So, so he says, not as he does. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. All right. So, uh, so I can talk like a regular human being here. Oh, all right. <laughs> we're, we're human beings here. Yes, indeed. No, it's all good. So, yeah, as far as uh, what we're doing here, yeah. um, that was throwing me off a little bit. I'm, you know, I'm not a screamer. I'm sorry. No. It's all good. So what we do here is, um, obviously, we do a lot of soccer, yes. um, and we are showcasing the EPL at the moment. Yes. But we are going to uh, broaden ourselves to other leagues, yes. um, Serie A, um, you know, MLS. Uh, MLS. There's the French league. Uh, I mean, any any soccer fan, La Liga. Yes. Um, so we're not just an EPL bar. Um, again, we. Want to showcase the game of soccer yes. as a sport in general, yes. um, at all levels, from high school level to intramural level. That's why we brought Neil in, um, yes. and professional Fantastic. level. So whatever, whatever it takes to um, you know bring this beautiful game to the forefront. And uh, you know, one thing that we are showcasing and, and what we are doing here is. Um, the Euro Cup, which is going to be a big promo for us yes. coming up. And we just want everybody to come in and have a good time. And, and, you know, the more the merrier. So the more people that come out and enjoy it with other fans, yes. the better it's going to be for everybody. I think. So. Say Euro, Euro 2016. So Euro Cup 2016. 2016. Fantastic. No, sure. this is what I'm going to do, uh, Matt. I'm going to get... Hi, what's your name? We just want your voice. We're not going to put you on camera. So we're going to say Villa Capri, but we're going to have everybody say both. What I'll do later on is cut them up together. So we have different people saying Villa Capri, Villa Capri, Villa Capri. However, yeah? But it's sure. just, just for my, just so I have options in the editing room later when on. When I say Villa, you say Capri, Villa. Capri! <laughs> Are we going to do that? Folks, we're going to get a Villa Capri We chat. should do that with the whole crowd. Everyone yeah, saying Capri. Yes. So bring them over. Hi, folks. Everybody. Come on over for a second, please. We would love for you to come over for just two seconds. We just want to get some noise like we're in a stadium. We're going we're gonna to chant a Villa Capri chant. When I say Villa, you say Capri. Villa Capri. Villa Capri. All right, so we're going to do that for real, all right? Fantastic. And you're going to talk into your microphone. Yeah. Um, send them up. You want to join? Go, go in there and be their leader, all right? And then maybe sort of toss this mic like there. 
I'm gonna oh, talk, hold I'm, on. I'm going to talk on the mic. Very good. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. So far. Come in a little bit closer, please. All righty. This is brilliant. This is brilliant. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we can have Matt come doing in a little it. Bit more. Come in closer. Come in over here. Fantastic. So, Matt, you go in your mic when I say Billy, you say Capri, Villa. You want to lead it and do it yourself? I'm sorry, how we say it? When I say Villa? When I say Villa, you say Capri, Villa, and then Villa. Okay. I think so. I think I can. Are you ready? When I say Villa, say Villa. When I say Villa, you say Capri. Villa. Capri. Villa. Capri. When I say Villa, you say Capri. Villa. Capri. Villa. Capri. That's not loud enough. I need to hear you. When I say Villa, you say Capri. Villa. Capri. Villa. Capri. Villa. Capri. Villa. And now we're gonna say Ole. On three. One, two, three. Ole. Awesome guys. Thank you. Ole. All right, folks, that does it for us here at Vuvu Soccer at Villa Cabri. A wonderful ending engineered by our man, Thord Holder. Thanks to Matt for coming on. Thanks to Neil Smart as well. And thanks to English Paul. A great day for all. Hope you enjoyed it. And, hey, come on down. Be part of the fun. This is what it's all about. Villa Capri in Doylestown, 51 West Court Street, Doylestown, PA. And uh, let's go to villa.com.